Wise Turtle Speaks is a series of offerings merging philosophy, physics, math, biology, psychology, sociology, education, art, politics, and even love together. We will explore the patterns of our consciousness as it moves through space and time and use those patterns to better understand and solve our problems in all four dimensions of the universe. Namaste! Okay, so how would a bottom-up, collaborative, organic system uh, that looks a bit like my Life Earth Mission or Prime Directive Earth uh, game look like? Well, first thing I have to say, of course, is that it looks like the way your body works. It looks like the way a natural living organism biological organism works. So if you have any specific questions about that, look to the body. Talk to a biologist. Say, not that they necessarily know everything and how it works perfectly, but they can give you a general sense and they, you know, we're not going to copy it identically because we're not literally cells. <laughs> we're not, you know, organs in a body. We're cells in a, in a system. We are, they're, each system, um, at a larger scale, obviously does things a little differently, but the basic core processes, the basic core concepts still work. So you, you, know, you don't look at the details necessarily super closely. You can, but um, you, you want to look at the basic general way that things are organized, and then you use those general sense, um, that general sense to, to inform your own approach. So that's the official answer. Um, I can't answer that because I'm not a biologist. I don't know exactly how things work, but I have a general idea of how they work. And um, so that's kind of what I go by. But more specifically, since um, if you look at the map that I've made, the, uh, with, especially the one with um, the four levels of organizations, networks, architecture, and goal, um, it says life, earth, mission on it. And... Um, if you look at that at the bottom of it, which again, this is bottom ups, so we start at the bottom and we work our way up to the top at the procreating planet. Yay. Um, we have to start at the bottom. And I don't have the individuals on there, um, which is the next level down from organizations. Obviously, individuals, not just humans, but all individual entities, whether it's artificial intelligence or platypuses or whatever. Um, we all contribute to these organizations. Obviously, on a social scale, it's going to be mostly humans, but, you know, we're obviously going to use computers for a lot of this. So if nothing else, we're going to have sort of robot-y things. Um, and we certainly want to involve plants and other animal species and fungi and bacteria um, in helping us out. You know, we, we want to work with reality, not against it. So um, they will be in there as well in these organizations, just somewhat less obviously probably to most people. But anyway, um, so the, the level below, which I have done another diagram of, and I've used the personality types um, to move up, but, um, and that's actually the personality types diagram with the cute little uh, images of the body health, home health, community health, and planetary health with the little pictures on that. Actually, the other one has pictures too, but this, 
personality types um, has larger pictures. <laughs> and uh, I'll link to that too, but that's um, not every The personality types, especially the MBTI, I look at things and the MBTI is just a mess. Um, I mean, it was, it was bad enough when it was first invented and I don't think it has improved. I think it has gotten worse the more people have gotten their hands on it and looked at it and sort of reinterpreted it. And, and it's just, it's not based on anything scientific for the most part. Um, I've obviously worked at that and I'm working on coming up with a, a better description for these things. Um, but it doesn't really matter as long as you can focus on who you are and what you want. Um, you don't need to know whether you're an ISTP or a ENFJ or whatever, or 1100, or, you know, you don't need to know what your type is um, in any system to just, you know, get in touch with what you really like to do. Um, figure out what you're, what you love to do and what kinds of problems you have, not you know, so personal problems, but just problems that you see out there in the world that excite you that you really like to work on. And then bringing whatever your talents and skills and interests are, whether that means learning how to do something, you know, if you're not yet skilled at something, you can go out there and learn how to do something, or whether it's, you know, it's actually something you're already familiar with doing and you just want to apply it to a, you know, a specific problem, that's cool too. Um, but, you know, getting in touch with who you are and what you want to do and what excites you and what feels meaningful to you. Um, you don't need to pay attention to the personality types, but I put them out there because I think they're useful in sort of helping organize us to see where all of the different types fit in. You know, we need different types for different roles and each type actually has its own role, has it something that it's especially good at. So that's why I offer that, but that's not super important. Um, what is important is looking at these levels of organ. I mean, looking at these different types of organizations in the the four organizations of the the basic bottom up life Earth mission or Prime Directive Earth, um, whatever you want to call it. I, I like both terms, so I use both terms. Um, Prime Directive Earth obviously comes from Star Trek. Well, Prime Directive comes from Star Trek, and I like Star Trek, so. Um, so I use that, but to be more general, I use Life Earth Mission because I did that for sort of a, a Reddit community that was all about uh, pretending that the real world was a, a game. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, here, okay, here are the, here are the goals. Here are the goals of the game, um, of the real world. And so I wrote that up. And so the, I say that you start the game um, by forming guilds. And guilds are a real thing in the real world. Um, I read this wonderful book several years ago from the UK. Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a guy that... Oh, what was that magazine? There was, wasn't Reason. I can't remember the magazine either, but it was this is wonderful sort of let's get back to being artisans and working for guilds and solving our problems on a local scale and that sort of thing. It was kind of cool. Um... So I kind of got the word guild from there, as well as, you know, just the gaming world, which I'm not a huge part of, but I, I've dabbled in it a little bit. I did one role-playing game once. Actually, that's not true. I did two role-playing games. One was, was full-on, really fascinating, with a bunch of people at a, at a con, at a sci-fi con at Harvard once. And uh, that, was, that was loads of fun. Um, but anyway, um, so guilds uh, are what I, another thing that I, 
call these organizations at the bottom of their mission here. And the four categories of those are um, body health, um, which is also food and water generation, storage, and recycling. Um, the second one is home, space, and warmth. So it's home health, uh, space, and warmth generation, storage, and recycling. So inputs and outputs um, and temporary storage. And then the third one is community uh, health, and that's electricity and history generation, storage, and recycling. And then the fourth one is culture and media health, um, which is future theory, future story and theory generation, storage, and recycling, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, I'm generating stories about the future. That's kind of what I do. I'm up in that end of things. Um, so these four categories of organization or guild or whatever you want to call it, um, each of them gets formed in the local communities and then those groups can connect together, both the individual groups. Um, so like, you know, each community has a, a guild that focuses on body health um, and on making sure that everybody has food and water, um, the absolute basics. You know, so there's a, there's a guild focused on that. And, um, and, and there's both, again, inputs and outputs. So it's food and water in and out um, in all its various forms, <laughs> some less pleasant than others. Um, so there would be a guild, you know, in a local community, and then there would be a guild in the next community, and the next community, and the next community. So each community would have its own little body health guild or organization, and then those could network together. And then also the different guilds in each community. So there would be a, a body, a body health guild, a home health guild, a community health guild, and a culture and media health guild in each community and they would obviously link up as well so there would be sort of two networks there would be the parallel network of um, each individual organization in the same community and then there would be the um, or I guess that might be circular network um, and then there would be the the linear network <laughs> maybe the perpendicular I'm not even sure what I'm saying there but there would be two directions of networks uh, yeah I guess we're going to say the the organization um, in each community, the four different organizations in each community, or th there may be more. There were, you know, communities in non-specific terms. So, you know, your town might have 10 body health communities, you know, and they all slightly focus on different things. Um, but but each community would have its own little circular um, collection of networked things. And then, so they would be sort of a hub and then there would be a larger network that would connect together um, of each, you know, specific kind of community. So all of the body health communities, um, organizations would be connected together all over the world, in theory. You know, it, it's not perfect, but in general. So that would move us up to the networks level. So each of those has its own set of networks and they connect together. Um, on a larger scale, you know, in the, in, the, in the world. And they form different kinds of networks when you combine them, um, as you can look on the diagram. I'm not going to go into that right now because I want to very specifically talk about um, how we govern ourselves within the organizations, the small local um, guilds, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and, and that would be, 
and here's the, the question that, uh, that, that people, you know, may be asking very specifically, how do you specifically govern all these things? If not, you know, the same way that we've been doing it with a, either a, a democracy, mob rule or authoritarian or whatever. Well, how it gets run is voluntary based on the network, the group, the organization, the local community itself. Whoever is participating in these guilds, these organizations, gets to decide how they want to run the organization. And if you don't like the way everybody else wants to run it, um, if you have a very different idea of how you want to run it, then you start your own. And, you know, you attract people who are interested in running the guild in that way. So in that way, everyone gets to voluntarily participate in the kind of governance that they're interested in. Of course, on the larger scale, you know, the, the larger, the community scale and, um, and beyond. So the community hubs themselves, which technically is sort of in the, um, in the third organization, third one from the left, uh, so community health, um, that would function as a hub. And, and that actually, it, it says electricity and history generation. And in history generation, I put in things like politics um, and governance on the sort of community level on a, on a larger scale than, you know, your, your necessarily voluntary groups. So, yes, technically your town or whatever you want to call it, neighborhood, whatever size community ends up being a hub um, for the community health gets to a little bit tricky, of course, and that, but still it would have to be fairly voluntary. Um, you know, if, if there was more than one or two people who were just totally in a disagreement, um, there would have to be some sort of way of settling, settling differences. And part of that comes in, in the larger networks or comes in from outside. And so you can bring in consultants and judges or whatever you want, you know, whatever you decide works for you in your community. Now, of course, every community is going to be different and there will be communities that are, that everyone except like a couple people or whatever are just totally happy with the way things are. And, and there are a couple of people who aren't and they just cannot stand it. And part of this whole system, just like, just like a biological living system, part of that is that you need the freedom to be able to go somewhere else where your environment is more supportive of your needs. And you know, that is a little scary that, you know, you may have to move out of some place that you've loved, but that's true already. That's true no matter where you live. I mean, why do you think there are migrants coming out of the Middle East or out of North Korea or places? You know, there are always going to be places that are less, you know, supportive of your needs and that you just, you just don't fit in and you don't want to fit in and they don't want you to fit in and you, you leave. So, isn't any better or worse necessarily in that aspect, except that ideally that the goal is to try to work with everyone and try to help and support everyone. So that at least on a, on a general basis, there will be less um, harassment and certainly there will be more support from outside the system. If your community is being fairly repressive, 
that there will be more support outside the system of consultants or whomever coming in and saying, you know, hey, we've got an idea, let's try this. And, you know, it might work. And it's obviously a lot easier to do that on a smaller scale than on a larger scale. When you have a whole nation being run by an authoritarian ruler, it's really hard, um, especially if they've managed to convince a, a you know, whole bunch of people with guns <laughs> to support whatever they say. Um, it's a lot easier on a, on a very local scale, on a community scale, to negotiate and to work with people. And again, since the goal of all of this is to help people be healthy, then there's going to be a lot less repression and a lot less disagreement and a lot less people, a lot fewer people um, feeling threatened by whatever it is some minority is, is doing. So uh, the immigration problem would be, would be far less. And also the people that if you did want to immigrate, if you did want to move into a new place, um, the, pe the, the place where you're moving to would be more um, supportive in general because the overall goal is to make people healthier and healthy people don't, aren't generally afraid of new people. Um, you know, they might be a little wary, um, especially if you're coming from a very far distant place with different ideas, um, or if you're a weirdo like me. Um, but, you know, in general, the healthier people are, the more that they're fr the friendlier they are, the, the more flexible they are and welcoming they are and less distrustful and paranoid <laughs> um, and sociopathic they are. So, in general, um, even though, of course, this isn't utopia, you know, no, this is, your body isn't utopia by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, we all have aches and pains and whatever now and then, and we all get sick. And uh, even the healthiest among us, you know, eventually die. So, you know, there's, it's not utopia. This is, um, this is just a better approach that we know that evolution has proven works better um, using this sort of very local control for... Um, and collaborative local control. And then the only things that are, that are on a global scale are the, the very basic um, infrastructure things. So it's, it's not government. Government is, non, is, is not um, centralized and it's not large scale. The only thing that is large scale and centralized is, is the infrastructure. And so each community builds its own bit of the infrastructure or they can, you know, get someone else to build it, whatever. So the, the roads and the... Um, shipping and and uh, the internet and communication th systems for the both the circulatory and the nervous systems up at the architecture infrastructure levels. So those are you know they're they're bottom up. Um, there is no top down control of the global nervous system or the global circulatory system. There's local control at all levels, um, which again is is the way the body is. You know if if one little if if one bit of your um, of your, you know, your arteries or your veins or something. If something gets cut, it can it can block it off that area off and you know work around it or you know just. I mean, you might <laughs> things again. This isn't utopia. Nothing is perfect, but there are workarounds when you have a network of local things uh, supporting bottom up, collaborating to build a larger system rather than what we have now is an attempt to top down. I mean, we. <laughs> We obviously don't have a global organization right now, but, you know, we've come pretty close to trying it, and, and, it, and it doesn't seem to be getting any better. <laughs> Look at poor England, you know, trying to run away from, from the rest of Europe. Um, 
right now because, you know, oh, no, we got to be independent. So, you know, people just, <laughs> that's my, that's my buddy texting me to say hi. Um, hi, Jen. Um, so the only real control is, is pretty much all voluntary. Uh, you get to pick whatever um, system, government system, decision-making system works for you and your team, the people who are in your guild. And if you don't like that, you form your own guild with your own rules. Um, you know, certainly you want to try to work with them and see if things work out. But, you know, not everyone disagrees. We all have different approaches to life. We all have different personalities. And some people will want to... You know, some people say, I don't, I, I can't, I can't handle all this information. I don't have the energy to make decisions right now. You make a decision for me. That's totally okay, as long as it's voluntary. You can certainly appoint someone else. You can certainly vote for someone else. You can certainly use a democratic poll, mob rule, authoritarian, whatever you want. Um, you know, if you say, if you say to someone, hey, you know, let's go out to dinner. Where do you want to go? And, you know, you've got a group of 10 people or something like that. So you're going with a, you know, a bunch of people from work or school or whatever. And you want to go out to, to dinner. You know, it ends up being somewhat authoritarian. You know, one or two people says, oh, I would like to go here. And someone else says, oh, I can't eat there. How about this place? And, you know, you get, you get maybe a little bit of voting. But for the most part, you know, it's a couple of people who decide what they really like. And everybody else just says, oh, well, all right, whatever, you know. It's fine with me. It's not a big deal. And if you really don't want to go there, you know, you don't. You go somewhere else and and uh, you either eat alone or <laughs> or whatever. You know, if you're allergic to fish and everybody wants to go to a fish restaurant, and you know, maybe that's the night you sit out and you have a nice little candlelit dinner with your your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> um, and then the next time you say, "Hey, let's go get you know raw vegan pizzas," um, whatever. So. You know, nothing's perfect, but each time we form one of these little teams, these guilds, um, whether it's a very small one or a very large one, you get to decide in that group how you want to make decisions for that group. And it can change, or you can just, you know, write up a rule and say, we're going to do it this way, and that could stick forever. You know, democracy isn't so bad when you have a popular vote and you say mob rule, okay, you know, if you know 70% of everybody likes this, then we're going to go with that. You know, and, and um, or, you know, you can try one of those complicated consensus building things, which is, it can work or it can just be basically mob rule as well um, with people just giving up. But, you know, however it makes sense for you and your team to do it. And then if it just really doesn't work out, if you, you had some consultants brought in or whatever and you really tried, you know, then you give up and you move on and you either start a different guild or you move away or whatever. So that's how it works. It's all voluntary. The people inside each guild, each community, hub, whatever level of, of organization it is, um, each one gets to decide for themselves what kind of government they want to have, what kind of decision-making strategies they want to have. And then as the things move up, um, there really isn't any more decision-making on a much larger scale because it's all networks from that level on. Uh, and the networks don't make decisions. The networks just move things around. The networks either move um, information around, or they store things, or they, um, you know, they actually move 
material things around. But, but they don't really make decisions. The local ones make decisions. Wherever the material is at that point, wherever the information is at that time, is the organization or guild making the decision at that time. And if one of them is not working well with the others, then it just kind of gets cut out, sort of like North Korea is now. But again, at least in this case, you have, um, you have a focus of, you don't cut North Korea's, you don't cut off the people's basic needs in North Korea in this kind of system, because the goal of the system is for every individual to be as healthy as possible. So while the authoritarian rule in North Korea, we might not agree with, we don't stop giving them food. We don't stop taking care of their health. We don't turn our backs to them because that just makes them worse. That gives them, you know, they're either hopeless, which most of them do seem to be. They seem, seem like they're totally hopeless. They're like, there's nothing we can do. The outside world is cutting us off and the inside world is cutting us off. We have no one we can turn to. So that's why the prime directive system, this bottom-up system with local hubs being in charge, these people could just move next door. They could still get their food and water if they didn't want to move, if they wanted to wait it out and let whoever authoritarian ruler be in charge, you know, fling himself around and make crazy decisions. They could say, all right, we're going to wait it out. We're just going to hunker down here. And as long as we've got, you know, a reasonable amount of food and whatever we need, um, you know, we don't cut off their basic needs. So that's why this system works better than the system that we have now. A healthy bottom-up system allows us to cut off the, the use, the reliance on a malfunctioning system. But just like in our bodies, if we get a cut, you know, if we get a cut on our hand, our body doesn't stop sending blood to that hand. In fact, it sends more blood to the hand so that it can heal and it sends more stuff that it needs like coagulating whatchamacallitsies and and white blood cells to kill off you know the bacteria or whatever so you sell more you send you know all the good stuff that it needs to heal into that area you just cut off the need to rely on that area so you go around it um so that more blood would go you know well the hand is a bad idea but if, you know you, you're going to try to send if you got a, a cut on the on your wrist for example um, the blood would still go around the back of the wrist for example to go to your fingers or I'm not sure exactly how it works but you get the idea you know that in a network you have alternate routes to get there so you don't rely on the part that's damaged but you do send help to the part that's damaged you never ever ever turn your backs on the thing that needs help unless it's just a hundred percent gone. I mean, unless it's <laughs> like you literally cut your hand off. I mean, then you stop sending blood to your hand because, well, you can't, <laughs> but, um, you know, so it, unless it's totally, 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 totally gone, um, you don't ever turn your back on something that needs help. That's a part of your system. And since the entire planet is a part of our planet, <laughs> everything that's on the planet is in the system, then we focus on taking care of every single individual being, regardless of how healthy it is. And in fact, the less healthy it is, the more help we send to it. So that's it. So this basic system is, I don't know how you can picture it. I don't know how better I can describe it other than obviously an or a healthy human 
biological organism of any sort and, uh, and think about how that works. But in general, it, it works on a voluntary system. Whatever part of the system you're in, you work with that system and it's all voluntary. If you don't want to be there, you can leave and you should leave if it's really not working for you. In the same way that if you're a brain cell and you somehow end up, you know, aiming the wrong direction and going into your eardrum, you know, you want to turn around. I mean, obviously brain cells don't so much do that. <laughs> they try not to. But, you know, yeah, the, the, the goal is for you to be where you belong and each individual to be in a system that supports it. And, you know, if you're in the wrong part of the world, if you're not in a system that supports you, then then yeah, you might have to leave. Or you can bring someone in that's a consultant or a, or whatever and, uh, you know, get some new ideas and see if you can work with people in the same way that we have um, everything from, well, yeah, consultants and, and negotiators and, uh, and even judges to some extent, although they're, they're usually... They're usually not so good at, at uh, solving problems and just kind of deciding who caused it and then blaming someone. But anyway, um, you know, we structure our system around solving problems and helping people out rather than structuring it around, well, anything else, because anything else doesn't make any sense. And it's all voluntary, okay? So that's how, we, that's how it works. Picture that. You go into your, you know... Your organization that you decide that you form that works for you and you voluntarily figure out with your, your pals uh, how you want to make decisions and then go from there. And then everything moves up from those tiny little hubs and networks. And uh, it's all good. Not all good. It's not perfect. It's not a utopia. It's not perfect health of your body. It's just better than what we have now. Okay. I will leave you with that, and if you want to get in touch with me, my um, email is thewiseturtle at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-W-I-S-E-T-U-R-T-L-E, just like it sounds, thewiseturtle at gmail, G-M-A-I-L dot com. And on Reddit, where I post as often as I can, which is more often than some and less often than others, um, I'm Turl, T-U-R-I-L, which is my name. And you can go to reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T dot com slash user, U-S-E-R, slash Turl, T-U-R-I-L, and you will find my posts and comments there. And, uh, and of course, you can find my blog, which is where this podcast is hosted, at turl.org, T-U-R-I-L dot O-R-G, and that will forward you to my blog, which currently is on WordPress. Okay, I will leave you with that. Namaste.